Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. I can tell you a bit about how the Voice X Design Sprint came to be, which will also explain then how it is different from a regular design sprint. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson, and today we're going to be talking about the Voice X Design Sprint. Today's episode was recorded on the 29th of April. Uh, you'll hear me talk with Micah Coppins, uh, an independent voice UX strategist and designer, and the creator of the Voice X Design Sprint. So what is the Voice X Design Sprint? Essentially, uh, Micah has adapted Google's Sprint method for voice design. It gives you a clear process to go from idea to validated use case to prototype. Uh, essentially, it's a collection of games and interactive exercises that can you, you can use to uh, design your own voice apps. We cover uh, how to use it to quickly and efficiently innovate uh, with voice, uh, what the process is, who's involved, do's and don'ts, uh, and how to document and communicate results to your team. Uh, we discover why it's important to make it all about the user and not the use case, the benefit of putting the user first, and why that is particularly important when it comes to voice. Uh, and we learn uh, lots of different resources, uh, not just the VoiceX Design Sprint, but all the other courses that are out there that can help you learn uh, the skill, the craft of voice design. Micah then delves into some industry questions such as the infernal cycle of innovation experiments. What does that mean? Why are there too many proof of concepts and not enough real use cases? And what can we do to break the cycle? Uh, she also mentions the too fast, too soon concept. Why uh, we keep asking users to sync their accounts when they don't trust the interface yet and how we can increase trust in voice. And finally, we look at the future, of course. Uh, is voice really the final frontier? Uh, what her predictions are for voice interfaces over the next five years and what's missing in the ecosystem right now. Micah also runs the Voice Lunch France chapter uh, along with me, Sabrina Delal, Zoe Egeter, and Valerie Happior. Uh, voice Lunch, if you haven't uh, come across it already, are community gatherings that take place on Zoom. Um, essentially, they take uh, different forms, but often it's a, a short presentation, 20 minutes or so, followed by um, a longer discussion, a 40-minute discussion, where you talk about the points that were made in the presentation. You can introduce yourself and your own projects, learn about what other people are doing in the community, uh, and basically keep in touch with, it, with everyone that way. They were fantastically popular over the lockdown period for coronavirus, uh, and they still are today. Uh, there are many of them across the world now. The, the thing is proliferating um, in uh, different languages, different time zones, uh, so there's sure to be one that suits you. Um, just check it out at voicelunch.com. If you want to sign up, you go to register.voicelunch.com. You have to do that first. Once you're on the mailing list, you get an email with the links to all of the different Zoom chats, uh, calendar invites. You can add them to your calendar as well. Uh, the French one is in French, so it's for people who speak French. You don't have to be in France, but if you speak French and you're available uh, around lunchtime in France, uh, then come and join us. It's every two weeks. Um, but like I say, there are many uh, conducted in English. There's a Spanish one uh, and more besides. So check it out, voicelunch.com. This episode is brought to you by Manning Publishing, an independent publisher of a huge range of software development books. At manning.com, you'll find books on all the technologies you need to learn in order to create world-class voice applications. All the books are available at manning.com. And right now, Voice Tech Podcast listeners get a massive 40% off all the books with the promo code PODVOICETECH19. 
So go check it out at manning.com. Just a quick reminder that full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are now only available for a limited time after release. You can get all the full episodes at voicetechpodcast.com slash pro. As a Voice Tech Pro, you get your own premium RSS feed from Patreon, which gives you access to the entire back catalogue of episodes, early access to all the new episodes, as well as exclusive interviews and bonus questions, no ads and higher quality sound. Plus, you'll be helping to ensure that I can keep producing more episodes like this one. So if that sounds good to you, head over to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and sign up today. I'm counting on your support. I'm on the line with Micah Coppins, an independent voice UX strategist and designer, and also the creator of the Voice X Design Sprint. Based in Paris in France, just like me, uh, Micah has adapted Google's Sprint method for voice design, giving you a clear process to go from idea to validated use case to prototype. So you're going to learn all about uh, a collection of games and interactive exercises that form the uh, Voice X Design Sprint. Uh, these are things that you can use in your own voice design sprints uh, in the office, even at home, uh, when you're building uh, cutting-edge voice apps. So, uh, Micah, welcome to the show. Wow, thank you. Thank you, Carl. That is the most magnificent introduction I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. It's great to have you on the on the show finally. I know we've we've already met in person. Obviously, you're in, uh, you're in Paris. We even presented on stage at one point uh, together. Yes. Yes, we did. We had the chance to talk about voice together at uh, Floppa, which is a French UX uh, association. Uh, it was really interesting. We also did a voice print challenge right after that, which is a shortened form of the voice exercise to give people a taste of what they can do in a very short amount of time oh, nice. to really get started. Yeah, I remember. That's fantastic. So you can definitely, uh, we can talk a little bit about that as well. But yeah, it, was, it was great to, to join you on stage to give a little presentation to the, the, the French crowd about voice. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great experience. Um, let's dive straight into the, the design sprints. And maybe we could, maybe you could give us a, an outline of what the, the Google sprint was, like the main, the core concepts that, that are common to these, and how um, then the voice X design sprint adapts that or the, the, the unique elements of the, the you know, the voice focused uh, process. Yes, of course. So the design sprint uh, is a method that was developed by Jake Knapp um, while he was at Google uh, and that is now majorly adopted uh, throughout the uh, digital industry uh, to make better products faster. That's kind of the pitch of, of, a, of a design sprint, which is different from an agile sprint. Mm -hmm. uh, the design sprint is a really yeah, diving deep and focused during a short amount of time, whether it is like four or five days, uh, with a multidisciplinary team, mm -hmm. and to go from just a challenge, a problem, mm -hmm. to a prototype solution that was tested with users. Okay. Uh, so that's that's the main concept. Um, the real strength of the design sprint is the fact that you have everyone in the room for a very focused work together uh, in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. That allows you to align teams better, to mm -hmm. make steady and real progress and to have user input from the very beginning of when you start building your product. 
Got it. Yeah, it's very user-centric, user-focused. Exactly, exactly. And it also helps teams within companies align. So it's both good for companies and for end users, which is all like, which is everything I feel very passionate about. Um, so perhaps um, I can tell you a bit about how the VoiceX Design Sprint came to be which will also explain then how it is different from a regular design sprint. Yeah, definitely. Um, go ahead. So um, I started out consulting invoice uh, from the very, very beginning uh, that voice became a more, uh, more of a thing, let's say. <laughs> so in the last couple of years, definitely gaining popularity, although voice has existed for um, a lot longer than people might actually think. Uh, and um, I saw a few problems when I started consulting with companies and startups. And those problems were one, no one really had a clue um, of how much uh, artificial intelligence could do or not do uh, for voice applications. That was like one challenge I saw. The second challenge I saw is because some people knew, other people didn't know. Um, everyone had different ideas and team alignment was very, very difficult around these new projects. Uh, one of my, uh, one of my clients actually one day said, Hey, here's a PDF. You can feed it to the machine. And he thought that conversation would just magically start to happen. Um, <laughs> so because of that difficult team alignment around a new voice technology, not everyone had the same knowledge, which was really a, a, a gap that needed bridging. Um, not enough user input because it was a new technology. It was all, very often all about getting the technical prototypes right. Mm -hmm. So definitely user centricity was also something I, I was kind of getting worried about. And so because I wanted to make sure that these innovation products moved at the pace that they needed to move um, for them to stay innovative and not to be an afterthought mm -hmm. when everything had already happened. I thought, okay, well, I need to be looking at a methodology that does these things, that does team alignment and speed. Okay. And so the design sprint uh, naturally came to mind uh, because that's exactly that. That's what it says, solve big problems and test new ideas in just five days. That's the entire pitch of the design sprint. That's it, yeah. I've just had a look at the, the Google side um, and the, 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 the sprint book suggests that, yeah, five-day process for answering critical business questions through design, prototyping, and testing ideas with customers. It allows you to fast forward into the future to see your finished product and customer reactions before making any expensive commitments. That's the key point, right? It's before you yeah. build a product, before you spend a lot of money on it. You want to get everyone in the room. You want to get those uh, those insights as quickly as possible. Exactly, exactly. And so I started doing uh, some design sprints um, and experimenting with it. And I quickly saw that oh, it solved a lot of problems, mm -hmm. but it didn't solve the learning gap. It didn't solve the knowledge gap um, for the participants when it came to voice, when it came to artificial intelligence. Um, so that was one thing that I found that wasn't being solved. And that was feedback I got also from clients I did these sprints with was, okay, well, we did a design sprint. It was cool. 
but we still feel like we don't really grasp how we can move this forward mm -hmm. because we don't really understand yet what is possible or not possible with voice um, and how this with voice and how this integrates with our databases with um so how we can make it all really happen after these four days of ideating prototyping and so on um but was it not so, just the case where you had to give a, a presentation on, on on the basic elements of voice and then dive into a, a standard Google Google Sprint? Well, why was it necessary to actually adapt the the sprint um, sprint process in itself, the design sprint process? First of all, because I don't believe in um, I don't believe in doing boring presentations <laughs> <laughs> um, because it is well known that people learn best and integrate knowledge best when they both understand it with their heads and feel it mm -hmm. uh, emotionally in their bodies. Like it's a, it's a whole holistic experience learning, especially if you want things to stay in the long-term memory. That's, so that's very true, that's, yeah. yeah. I've heard that, yeah. The more senses that you stimulate during an experience, the more memorable it is and the more likely people are to take action on that. Exactly. So I found that very important. That was one thing. So I didn't want to make it boring. I didn't want to make voice boring to people mm -hmm. just by giving a masterclass. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, second, second thing also is that Google um, presented a Google Action Sprint, uh, but that was really just focused on Google Actions. So it didn't take into account the fact being platform agnostic, didn't take into account the fact that you may want to do other things with voice than just the Google action. You may want to optimize your current content for voice. You may want to start thinking about, well, a mm. podcast. Indeed. Uh, voice is a lot of different things. It's not just voice applications on smart speakers. Um, and so because of that, the Voice Access Design Sprint was born with these particular elements. It's platform agnostic. It takes into account all different variations and domain voice can um, be part of as a like red thread throughout content and throughout mm -hmm. different channels. Uh, and third of all, it um, leverages serious play so that people can really not only understand with their minds what voice technology is about, Mm -hmm. what users are experiencing with their brands and but also really embody those things Got it. through what? serious through serious play through role play and... i'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview that's right full episodes of the voice tech podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release the full one hour episode is available to voice tech pro subscribers along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voicetech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voicetech Pros get more content each month. You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voicetech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews. And you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get high-quality episodes with no ads and studio-quality sound, and a chance to support the show, and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. 
So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.